Hey everyone, welcome to the Green Room Podcast on the Handshake Media Network. I'm your host, Neil Griffiths. Hope you're doing well. Um, I hope you're inside. I hope you're away from people. I am recording this podcast in my literal home studio uh, because that is what we're doing. We're staying away from people. So what better way to self-isolate than listen to other people talk in your ears? That's what I always say. Um, before we get started, I do again want to mention the initiative that the music.com.au are promoting right now, which is support the bands. You'll see artwork on social media and on all of the stories that go up online. Uh, and it's basically about supporting the bands. Obviously, tours, festivals, shows all around the country are being cancelled or postponed, but that doesn't mean that you can't support the industry. Go to the band's websites, buy merch, donate to Support Act. Keep things moving because we will turn a corner and artists and workers within the music industry need your help right now. So do whatever you can to keep things moving along. Now, business talk over. Let's get to the fun stuff. My guest on this week's episode of The Green Room is a pop icon. She is one of the spices in Spice Girls. In fact, she is the sporty spice. I'm joined by Mel C, who was in Sydney uh, in the last week to promote some new music that she's got. She's going to be releasing an album, hopefully this year, looking like October. Um, she's released a couple of songs, and also today she's released a brand new song, which is called Who I Am. Uh, it's out right now. You can check it out. I sat down with Mel last week. What's today? Today is a Friday. We spoke last Thursday. We start this conversation talking about coronavirus, which feels like a lifetime ago because so much has happened in the last week in, in regards to, to postponements and cancellations. Um, and luckily, she's got no shows coming up at the moment, or at least until this album comes out. So we talk about that. We talk about the Spice Girls. Will there be more reunion shows? Maybe. Who knows? I know. We talk about the new tracks that are very personal for Mel, uh, her most personal ever, she says. So this is Mel and I in a Sydney hotel on the green room. Have a listen. All right. Well, Melanie C., welcome to Sydney. Welcome to Australia. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much. How are you feeling? I'm feeling good. I've enjoyed my time. For God's sake, guys. Are you kidding me? <laughs> no, this is good. This is good. Seriously, honestly, you cannot get this stuff these days. I know, right? You know, this is a problem. Um, no, apologies for the person over there playing Pussycat Dolls, was it? I thought it was... Was it not yeah, Mariah Carey? Yeah, Pussycat Dolls. Oh, close. <laughs> Bizarre. We're both way off. Sorry, let's start again. So... <laughs> I'm having a great time in Australia, as I always do. It's wonderful to be back. I find I don't get here often enough. We were talking right before we started this. Uh, coronavirus is a thing that's happening. Yeah. You're meant to go to LA tomorrow, right? Yes. Is that still on schedule? It is right now, but it, it's weird because since we've been here, when we got here, we travelled here and it was starting to get a little bit crazy. And as we've been here, it's just was like changing on a daily basis. Now I feel like it's changing on an hourly basis. So who knows where we're going to end up? So I feel like I'm in a movie. Currently you are scheduled to leave tomorrow. That's the plan. You, but hey, it, there could be worse things than getting stuck in Sydney for a few days, a mm. few weeks. A few months. A few months, maybe a couple of years. <laughs> That's fine. Life. <laughs> Have you got any shows scheduled at the moment? Anything coming up? Oh my gosh, luckily not. I mean, I really feel for people who are like on tour in the coming months because it's just, it's such an unknown, isn't it? Mm, I mean, there's like, I don't think there's any shows or tours left in Australia that are going ahead. Um, unless they're happening like today or this weekend, everything 
post next weekend yeah. is being postponed. Is it disaster? I think it's going to affect well, everybody and everything. Mm. Every industry is going to be affected by it. So it's, yeah, it's quite scary. Well, yesterday uh, I was privy to come to a listening party for some of your new songs, some of which haven't even been finished yet. That's true. And I do have to apologise because there was like a photo up afterwards yeah. and we're all lined up. We've got a photo with you. You're like, hi, nice to meet you. I was like, shush, we're talking tomorrow. I don't want to ruin podcast banter. Yes. So now this is a perfect time to talk about it because... Uh, you've said in the lead up to, to these songs, this is probably the most personal you've been, dealing with a lot of things going on in your life. Mm-hmm. Um, how does it feel now? Because when we were playing these songs, you wanted to leave the room. You didn't really want to hover around while while we were listening. Well, it's, it's actually really embarrassing being in a room where your music's being played. Unless you're performing it, you kind of don't want to be there, right? Mm. But, um, you know, I think throughout my career, I've always been quite honest Won my heart on my sleeve. But I just feel as I'm getting older, I'm becoming braver to kind of delve deeper into things that I maybe didn't want to talk about before or even be a bit more honest with myself, you know, not only the listener. What was it about these these first writing sessions in early 2019? Mm-hmm. What was it about those sessions that made you get to this point to, to want to be open about what's been going on? I think it, it wasn't just about the record. I think it's just the place I've found myself in my life, you know, both personally and professionally. It feels very much like a new chapter. I'm working with a whole new team of people, you know, across the board with the album. Um, You know, very importantly with the music, I have new A&R. I've been introduced to great new songwriters, producers. I've been working with some younger artists as well. And for me, it's it's really fresh and it feels really exciting and really new. And I think when you've been working in music for 25 years, it's really important. You know, I don't think anybody likes change, you know, it's quite a scary thing, but I think it's a really good thing and it's definitely been good for me and for this record. It's uh, It's got a, a very electro feel to it. Is that just where your musical tastes are in 2020? Well, I started DJing a couple of years ago yeah. and I love, I just love music, you know, so many genres. And when I was a lot younger, like in my teens, I was a bit of a raver. And being able to DJ has kind of reignited that love of dance music. And I've always loved electronic music. And, you know, pop music is so electronic and dancey now. So that was really what I wanted to do. But then lyrically, I wanted it to have heart. And I wanted to be, you know, have this honesty in my lyrics. So it was kind of combining the two and making it work and and making it relevant and, you know, making it right for me do we have a release date for the album yet well the plan is <laughs> there are managers in the room so yeah. no i know we're kind of like with yeah with just the eyeballing world, right now with the <laughs> world health organization um we'll ask them maybe the plan is october but you know i i really want to travel you know i'm here in australia this is an international record. I want to get everywhere. So unless I can promote the album well and properly, then, you know, who knows? The plan is October. So what is it about where you're at now in your career? I mean, there is a, there is a world where you can say, I'm a Spice Girl. I don't need to do anything anymore. As far as making music, like you, as far as music goes, your legacy is, it's good. Yeah, it's not too bad, right? <laughs> yeah. Don't mess it up yeah. now. <laughs> is, it, is it a matter of you just, is it a want or a need to continue to create 
music? Yeah, totally. I mean, I love music and as things evolve, you know, not only myself, but you know, the world around us and music, I want to be part of that. I love performing and there is nothing better than performing new material. You know, it's so exciting. I mean, of course, everybody wants to hear the hits and they're always going to hear the hits. But there's there's something just so like rewarding and energizing when you're playing new music for the first time. Did the reunion with the Spice Girls last year kind of ignite that passion to want to get back in the studio? Um, well, I started the sessions before right. Spice Girls last year, um, and you know, and I've never really stopped in between making records, touring. I've done some musical theatre. Um, there's always been, you know, there's always been something going on. It's just kind of wherever the path is taking me at that point. An interesting thing you've said in um, some recent interviews: the idea of. I guess back in the day you weren't present or being in that moment when, you know, you're performing in front of thousands of people, it feels like it's over and you weren't really there. Is that kind of what you're honing in on now when you do take the stage, whether it's solo or with Spice Girls? Yeah, absolutely. I think, you know, being young and, you know, and it's wonderful. And of course, you know, I have no regrets. I, I lived the most insane life and the Spice Girls success was like my wildest fantasy as a kid but I think sometimes when you're in that moment you don't think beyond it and when myself and the girls have had the opportunity to come back together we did the Olympics in 2012 we did the stadium tour last year we really appreciated every second which is it just comes with age you know Mm. you just realize that things just don't last forever you know so you've got to take those moments and really cherish them and it was funny because I went straight from Wembley Stadium three days later I was in Sao Paulo and I was performing on a float at the Pride Parade with Sick the Pink my beautiful drag queens that I work with and it was such a big big show and of course you know the drag queens are so excited to be at Sao Paulo Pride there was like three million people on the street and I said to them look, this is just going to be over so quickly. So make sure you, you know, take all these like visual pictures, take it all in. And, you know, we spoke afterwards and they were like, wow, you were so right. It's such an important thing to do. And, I, you know, I have to remind myself to do that. So I do, I, I just take these moments, these snapshots and, you know, and keep them stored. When you were younger, what weren't you doing that you are doing now when it comes to, you know, taking everything in? I think as a young artist you know being in the band you're working so hard you're working super long hours you're away from home a lot lots of traveling and you're exhausted so you're kind of sometimes you're just getting through the day you know counting down the the hours or the days till you get home or until you finish and you can get into bed so I think it's just you know obviously the pace is slowed now as I've got older um but but at that time yeah you just kind of look back and think oh wow I forget a lot of it you know us girls we get back together and we talk about you know things that happened to us and situations we were in and some of us remember some bits and some of us remember other bits and we kind of piece it all together (laughs) (laughs) yeah i don't know if you know this um billy eilish did a video recently and one of the questions was what's the best piece of advice you've given me it was something you said to her yeah i saw the clip actually yeah Yeah. and i you know i've been so flattered that billy seems to have really taken on board what i said to her i met her for the first time um last year i went to a show she did in london and I met her and her brother and her family and we, we just had a little chat and I didn't really think much 
uh, what I'd said to her, but it was pretty much along the lines as we've been talking about, you know, really taking things in and appreciating it and and being present and in the moment. And it seems to have struck a chord with her and she's she's spoken about it in interviews since. Yeah. Is there parallels you can draw between, say, a Billie Eilish or even a Justin Bieber who has kind of been public lately about him kind of being controlled by a machine and he wasn't really taken because of being famous and successful so young. Spice Girls were similar. They, mm-hmm. they kind of were hot from the start and mm-hmm. blew up to a global machine. Yeah. Yeah. Can you watch the way these guys are playing out and think, do this, do that, don't do that? Well, I, you know what I do? I do look at younger artists and and I, and I fear for them sometimes, you know, because there are pitfalls and it's hard. And I don't know if there's enough protection for people out there. I think it's really difficult for artists because they are the person going through it. And you can have this incredible support network, you know, you can have people really taking good care of you, but they don't really know what it feels like. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, I, I kind of, I feel responsible sometimes. I think meeting someone like Billy, I do, I feel responsible to... To, you know, I don't know, to just, if you have any influence over helping them avoid any of the issues, you know, that you've had yourself. Mm, knowing what you know now, and like when you say coming back to the stage of the Spice Girls last year and being able to take it in or performing the Olympics, for example, compared that to back in the day, like is there decisions or things that you guys think you could have done better or, or not done at all, but because of Spice Girls being what it was, and I imagine there is a lot of people who want in on that, is, is there a lot of that as far as decision-making? Well, and other people being involved. Yeah, other people being involved, but now you guys know where you're at and what you want to be yeah. doing. Do you know what? To be honest with you, we were so lucky because I just think the dynamic of the band and the characters within the band, and we were successful really quickly once we'd released music, we had a lot of power and no one could tell us what to do. I mean, we had arguments with the label and we always got our own way. And thankfully, we were always right. Um, So, you know, we were in a position of power. So we were quite lucky in that we pretty much didn't really do anything we didn't want to do. But then also, you're under a lot of pressure. You know, you are successful. You want to maintain that success. And in order to do that, it's hard work. A lot of bands, when they do split up, they struggle to find their identity after a, a band wraps up. You kind of went the other way. You wanted to say, fuck that, I'm not just Sporty Spice. <laughs> Did you find that like you went against the grain as to far as what normal, what not normal bands, but bands do when they've been together for so long, they think, what do I do without this band? You went the exact opposite way. Yeah, I, I don't know. I suppose everybody's experience is different. You know, even within the band, you know, we all went through the same thing, but in a different way, you know? When I went off and did my first solo record, I was, I felt quite rebellious. I just, I did. I wanted to be seen as, I was frustrated to only be seen as Sporty Spice because I knew there was more to me than that. And, it, you know, it was a very youthful thing to do. And I, you know, I tried to distance myself from it. But as time's gone on and, you know, this record is, is very much about that whole thing. I've now come to a place in my life where I am embracing every aspect of myself you know so I'm very proud to be Sporty Spice or Melanie C, Mel C, a mum, a girlfriend you know all of these things we are so multi-layered as people you know we are never just one-dimensional. Is it easy for you to jump in and out of Spice Girls and Mel C? I know everyone's asking about more reunion shows which I know Mm -hmm. you're up for Mm -hmm. but I imagine with this album pending coronavirus doesn't kill us all, (laughs) you want a tour. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you know, I think you have to be realistic, right? 
I love Spice Girls and the shows are so much fun. I have a record out. I want to tour it. I want to promote it properly. But, you know, there's time. You, you can, you can, I'm very organized. I can organize <laughs> my time wisely. Yeah. Coronavirus, you know, um, aside to, to, you know, have room for both. I know Mel B loves to talk a lot about Spice Girls, what's happening, there's new music, there's new tours. I'm just going to ask you, what is the truth? What is really going on? Is there new music? Are there shows on the way? There's no new music. That's never really been in the offing. Um, There are constant offers for tours. Um, I'm sure they'll slow down right now. Um, (laughs) But we we just keep the dialogue open. Um, We did have an incredible tour last year and I would love to see it go further afield. So we just keep talking and hopefully at some point it will all, the stars will realign and we'll be able to, to get it Do done. you think, I mean, and I mean this with Mel C, the solo artist and Spice Girls, can we expect you back here for a proper full on tour? I hope so. That's my plan. That is my plan. If Australia wants me, then I will be here. What do you want your fans to take away from this album when it comes out? I really want people to feel empowered by this record. I I feel like some of the themes I'm talking about, I, I think lots of people feel them and experience them. And yeah, I want people to really identify with the lyric, but really enjoy it as well. You know, it's a fun record. It's not all, you know, woe is me, mm. and, you know, or angry or anything. It's just, it kind of... Yeah, it it crosses lots of emotions as as we do kind of on a daily basis. But yeah, I'd like people to yeah to feel like it's it's speaking to them. It's interesting. Like as I'm talking to you now, you seem very comfortable and very at peace with where you're at. But you just said before when you first broke off as a solo artist, mm-hmm. you were rebellious. Mm-hmm. What has changed most about Melcy in 2020 compared to when you first released a solo album? Um, I think I'm just probably comfortable in my own skin. You know, I have been a mum now for over a decade. Congratulations. Which is obviously, a, thank you. A huge life change. And yeah, just getting older. I think older, hopefully a bit wiser. Mm. Um, and yeah, and, and just, just realising, you know, you don't really have to be anything for anyone. You just have to be and that's enough. Well, Mel, thank you so much for... I was going to say for coming by, but I came into your... Is this actually a hotel room? No, it isn't. It's okay, nice though, well, isn't it? Mine isn't as fancy as yeah, it's, this. It's kind of... Yeah. <laughs> uh, very excited about the new music. We can't wait to hear more. And the album. We hope to see you back if the world doesn't be shut down. Yes, hopefully. Yes. Stay healthy, everybody. Thanks, Mel. Thank you. Thank you to Mel C for coming on this week's Green Room podcast. Again, the tracks are out now. The latest single, Who I Am is out right now. You can check it out on Spotify or anywhere you access your music and stream as much music as you can, people, because right now we need it more than ever. Support the bands, donate, buy, visit websites, get merch, do whatever you can. Thank you so much for listening. If you like what you hear, check out the Handshake Media Network on themusic.com.au. Uh, we've got other shows on there like That Sucks with Dan Kruber and Troy Navabarn, as well as The Take with Willie Mason, who NRL fans will know as Big Willie. He's doing a podcast for the Handshake Network, and as expected, it is brutal, it is honest, it is unbiased. Currently, the NRL season is still intact. Even if it goes down, Willie won't let it go down. I promise you that. Check it out on the Handshake Meeting Network right now, and we'll see you all next week.